Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Talking Llama podcast. It is a good one with Jason Elkin, who is the founder and CEO of Bad Buffalo Marketing. And he is starting his entrepreneurial venture and has a lot of great experience in the marketing and sales industry. So hope you get a lot of value out of this episode on how to strategize your marketing efforts and what kind of message you should create when building your marketing plan. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Talking Llama Podcast, the podcast for podcasters. Thanks for stopping by as we discuss all things podcasting, like gear and creative processes, even marketing and promoting your brand. If you're looking to grow, monetize, or even just start your podcast, you're in the right place. The Talking Llama Podcast is here to help you tell your story to the world with confidence. Here's your host, Ian Roth. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Llama podcast. I am thrilled to have Jason Elkin, the founder and CEO of Bad Buffalo Marketing. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing good, Ian. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. And, you know, when uh, we were going back and forth, you said there's an interesting story behind the name Bad Buffalo. Would you mind sharing that with me and the listeners? Well, my son is a Boy Scout, and he started in 2010. And I thought, it would be a good opportunity for he and I to do stuff together. So I volunteered to be a leader. And I found out pretty quickly that it's not just the scouts who can kind of rank up, you know, they go from, you know, scout rank and and they can work their way all the way up to Eagle Scout, but adult leaders can get different classifications as well. And so there was a, uh, I had heard through from several of the leaders that kind of the pinnacle of that, of, of the adult leadership training was a class called Wood Badge. And uh, we've moved all over the country. And one thing led to another in the troop that we were in, in Bozeman, Montana, we ended up leaving that and moving to North Carolina. And as a new scout leader, you know, I, I really wanted to be involved in this Wood Badge course. And so in 2012, I did make it into wood badge. And I just thought it was going to be, you know, more outdoor leadership training and, and things like that. And it ended up being a, a course that changed my personal life, changed me as a man and, and changed my professional life as well. And, uh, when you get into that class, they separate you into patrols and the patrol that I ended up in was the Buffalo patrol. So kind of as, as an, uh, homage to that, uh, that's, you know, that changing my life and, and changing my professional outlook, I decided to uh, name it Bad Buffalo Marketing. Awesome. And that's cool how I had no idea that as if your child was in Boy Scouts that you were able to achieve kind of rank as a parent. My kids aren't old enough yet, but it's definitely cool to know as, you know, I have two girls and a, a son and that might be in my future doing all that stuff with them. Well, when it's not necessarily a rank per se, but it's, you know, when you attain these classes, um, you, you become more qualified. You know, one of the things that Boy Scout says is that every scout deserves a trained leader. And I agree with that. I mean, if you want the, the leadership in scouts to understand what it is they're teaching to the youth, but the leadership also has to know how to lead other adults. And so you've got, you know, the, you know, leadership is, um, it's, it's extraordinarily important. And it's, it's one of the things that you don't, 
see found it's not taught in schools and I, you're in the military and you understand the importance of leadership very well. Yeah. And it has been a long, you know, it's been a long journey to, I think, get to the level of leadership where I am right now through different organizations, sports I played. And then of course, ROTC for four years and then my career thus far. But yeah, it is a, I think it's a lifelong journey. Yeah, I agree. And it's, you know, I, I ended up becoming an instructor in that course uh, for three different years and went through different positions. And I feel like even after teaching it for a while, I I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of, of what I think I know about leadership as a subject. And, um, you know, trying to apply that at work or apply that, you know, in, in different aspects of my life. So I can understand why you would say that. that that's awesome. And that's, that, again, that's so cool that you can be a qualified leader and a part of what your son is doing and, you know, kind of keep building that bond as he goes through scouts. You can kind of be there with him and watching him grow along the way. That's awesome. Yeah, he's done. Uh, he Oh, he's finished. That's he, right. You said he's an Eagle Scout, right? Yeah, he's an Eagle Scout. That's right. So, yeah, very, uh, very proud of the the young man that he is. And uh, I think scouts had a lot to do with it. And, you know, I, getting him through that program had probably a more positive effect on me as a dad uh, than, it, than it did on him. And I'm sure it affected him very well. Uh, but I'm, I'm just eternally grateful for that opportunity to spend that time with him and, and go through and, and make the friends that I have and, and to have had that experience in leadership. That's great. That is such a great story and positive and motivating story for kind of transitioning into bad Buffalo marketing. And that's just a great place to get the name. So, so talking about bad Buffalo marketing, what's, what are you looking to do? What have you done so far? And just kind of where do you see your vision taking the company? Bad Buffalo marketing, what I see this being, I've been in business for 30 years and, um, the the thing that I've seen, I've, and I've spent a lot of my time in small businesses, and I've spent some time working for major manufacturers. And there's a I've seen in small businesses that there's there's a huge disconnect between what a business understands marketing to be and what marketing actually is. And you know, we've got this you know, COVID-19 thing happening, and I'm sure it's affecting everyone. And what you find is that a lot of small businesses, the first thing that they let go of is their marketing department. And because they, they think, well, okay, look, we have to, you know, cut costs. We have to, you know, start saving, saving money. And, you know, we have to look after ourselves. And that's all, I understand that that's, that's true. These businesses have to find a way to survive. But I think in a situation like the one that we're in, I think marketing is probably the most important thing that you can be doing. And marketing really all starts with strategy. And people, small businesses specifically, need to understand that it's not just about going out and you know putting your name on a on some hats and some coffee mugs and shirts and handing those out to people or your business cards, you know, you have a a printer make those or your website, you know, you've got a separate group that does that. My goal with Bad Buffalo Marketing is to to be the marketing department for small businesses. And the goal there is to work with a business owner, help them develop a strategy for 
promoting and and making people aware of their business and then creating ways to get leads back into their business and doing this to where uh, Bad Buffalo Marketing is, as the marketing department, is guiding different areas of marketing. So if you need promotional materials, if you need a website, if you need content, if you need videos, Bad Buffalo will be the ones who direct all of those people so that all the messages and everything is done like from the hub of their website or whatever in a fashion that everyone sees and is getting the same message no matter what promotional material they're trying to put out or what type of leads they're trying to generate getting back into their business. You spoke a lot about messaging, Jason, and from your previous work experience and in with Bad Buffalo in its infancy, what are some of the common mistakes in messaging that you've seen throughout your career? I think inconsistency okay. is, is probably the biggest one. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I, I see Bad Buffalo accomplishing very well, especially for small businesses, is not just being a not just being that that marketing department that that directs all of the the outside vendors like your website and stuff like that, not just directing those people, but also being able to come into the business and meet with all of the employees and talk about, okay, we're going to put out this marketing message and this is why we're putting this marketing marketing message out. And when you are out and about and you're talking to people and you're talking to potential clients, this is what you need to be talking about. This is what separates, this is the differentiator in your business from your competition. And so Bad Buffalo as the marketing department will do sales training and things like that to make sure that that the message is consistent throughout the organization, not just in what's printed or what's on the web, um, but through the really the spirit and the understanding of the employees as well. So it sounds like there might be a strategy conceived in management or in the at, at the executive level executed with say strategy A in mind, but by the time it trickles down to the employees, they see strategy A as maybe strategies B or C, or it's just, they don't have a clear picture on what the message is or maybe the why behind what the message is. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So you're, you're saying that that inconsistency is a problem and that um, the marketing message doesn't necessarily get down to the employees. I, I think that's correct. That employees don't always understand and don't always know what the executives of company have decided to do to do with their marketing and why that's important. And I believe that that's something that really needs to be, especially when we talk about sales staff. I think sales staff really needs to understand what it is that the the company is doing and and the different strategies that are taking place behind, you know, um, the the messaging or blogs or videos that the company is doing. They all need to understand that, not just watch and go, "Oh man, that was really cool." They need to understand why it's happening. I guess they're on the front lines of taking that message and creating revenue for the business. So I, that totally makes sense in your point there. I think they need to have the clearest vision of that message probably more than anybody else in the company. Yep, I agree. If you had to pick a couple 
things or themes to make a clear message? Like what are, what are some of the foundational pillars or building blocks of having a clear message and for which you can communicate to your employees and to your customers also? There's a, a friend of mine that I work with on LinkedIn and, and he sums it up probably more succinctly than anybody that I've ever heard. And, you know, his three parts to him, his name is Zach Messler. I don't know if you're friends with Zach on LinkedIn or not, but. Um, I don't think so. Okay. So Zach is a marketing guy as well. And his, his whole thing is messaging. And one of the things that I picked up from him that really makes a lot of sense to me is that clients really need to understand what is your product? What does it do? And why is that important? And that's, that's a simple a thing about messaging as I've ever heard. And I've, you know, I've got a marketing degree from Indiana. To me, that's as simple as it, as it gets, whether you're in sales or whether you're in, you know, marketing, you're putting this out on, uh, out on websites or trying to promote it through blogs or anything like that. That's, those are the, the three main components. What is it? What does it do? And why is it important? And I think that's the, the main thing that, you know, as salespeople, and I've I've been in, in sales for a number of years too. The the thing is we we really get caught up on features and benefits and and all this other stuff at times. But the reality of it is what we really need to do is we need to switch our viewpoint, not from what we're trying to sell, but from what the customer needs. And the customer, more than anything, needs to understand what it is you have, what it does, and why that's important to them. Because if it if it doesn't answer those questions from the customer's point of view, then we're really just blowing a lot of hot air. I like that a lot. And especially for those of us out there starting something, whether it's a business or a podcast, I think we can kind of cut out a lot of the distractions and stay focused by just asking ourselves those three questions. What is the product? What does it do or what am I doing with it? And then why is it important to the customer? So very simple, and I think it is often made much more complicated than it should be. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for checking out the Talking Llama podcast, and I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to take a moment to tell you how you can support the show as a patron with three different membership tiers. For only $1 per month, I'll send you a personalized video thanking you for your support. For $3 per month, you get exclusive access to the Talking Llama Herd, which is a private Discord server where you can talk with other creatives and myself about all things podcasting. For $10 a month, you get all the previous benefits, a free t-shirt made by me, and a monthly group Zoom call. If you're not able to be a patron right now, that is okay. You can still support the show by sharing it with a friend or leaving a review. Now, let's get back to the show. If you had, or if you were to give any advice on someone starting a new venture and are looking to establish a brand or start gaining a following of some sort, what advice would you give them and why outside of the, you know, what is the product? What does it do? And why is it important? Well, I think the first thing is to just get moving in a, in a direction. And that's advice that, that I fought a lot against at the beginning of, of all of this. I've been contemplating bad Buffalo marketing for a long time. And I'm up with a group of folks back in the uh, first part of March, back with right as, COVID was starting to take off. And some of the best advice they gave me was that perfect is the enemy of done. Definitely. And 
so that's something that I've really had to take to heart uh, recently is, is okay, just start moving in a direction. And I think that if you're going to start a venture, anyone's trying to start a venture out right now, I think they need to have a very clear understanding with what their strengths are in terms of how they're going to market the business because everything builds from that. It's not, you don't build a product and then decide how you're going to market it. I think you have, I think it's the other way around. I think you have to decide how you're going to market it, what niche it fills. And I think you need to understand how it is you're going to, you're going to bring this to market, whether it's a business, whether it's a service, whether it's a product, you really have to have an understanding of how you're going to take it to market because it's going to affect the design of your product or your service. So that would be the, the second part of it is, you know, start thinking about your marketing right in the, in the same sphere as conceiving the product or service. And then thirdly, uh, the last thing I would say is you definitely want to have a plan and have a firm understanding of the costs. So, you know, it, and it kind of runs contrary. It, it almost seems to contradict the first one. The first one is start moving and that perfect is the enemy of done. The last one would be sit down, take some time and make a plan for how you're going to promote the business. One of the ways that I'm planning on promoting and marketing my business I don't want to go out and do cold calls, for example. I don't, I don't think that's something that's necessary in what I'm doing. I want to be viewed as an authority on marketing for small to mid-sized businesses. So the way I'm planning on getting business for Bad Buffalo Marketing is I'm planning on writing articles on LinkedIn, putting those out through my network. I'm planning on, you know, making some videos on LinkedIn and and, you know, having little, little things that I'd talk about giving marketing tips and adding value for people. And then the, the next part would be, you know, speaking, like doing public speaking and, and having different trade groups and uh, different organizations that I would speak to, Chamber of Commerce or, you know, places like that and getting in front of, getting in front of groups of people and just talking about what we do and uh, primarily, you know, the strategy that, you know, starting with strategy and a marketing plan for a small to mid-sized business. And I think that's something that's overlooked all the time that marketing plans need to start with a strategy. Definitely a strategy. And as a mentor of mine said, even if you have the 80% strategy, that that's good enough and it shouldn't stop you from starting. And I wanted to circle back because I see Perfect is the enemy of done as such a common theme for many things in my generation, especially for those who are thinking of starting a podcast. What was it for you personally to to kind of hold you back and prevent you from starting right away? Was it um, like the fear of failure? Was it the fear of not having all the answers? I know personally, I've struggled with the fear of failure all my life, and that's prevented me from doing something. So I was just, I was just curious uh, what your experiences with it? Well, you hit the nail on the head. There's a uh, fear of failure is probably the biggest one. And I'm in a pretty unique situation. Um, I, I know this is definitely not the case for most people, but uh, my wife is a stay-at-home mom and I've got 
three kids that rely on me and, and rely on my income. And, you know, I've always, I've always found myself asking, well, what if it doesn't work? And so that's, to me, that's the, that's the fear of failure. I've been successful and I've done a lot of successful things in my life. And, you know, I, I looking, looking back on, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm still, uh, I still have some, some trepidation about moving forward, but the difference now is instead of asking myself, what if it doesn't work? I'm asking myself, what if it does work? And, you know, I'm able to accomplish these, these other things that, that I want to do. You know, I, I love marketing. I love small business. Uh, I've got a, a passion for, for small business and small business owners. I understand their struggles. I've seen my granddad and my dad and my uncle and my cousin and my mom and my grand, you know, just everybody in my family. I've seen them, you know, go through small business and I've seen the successes they've had and I've seen some of the failures they've had. And, and over 30 years of time, I look at it and I say, man, if I could go back and keep another family from, from having the stress and worrying about this or worrying about that, how could I help them? And to me, uh, to me, all businesses start with marketing and it starts, marketing itself starts with strategy. So that's, that's the, the goal of Bad Buffalo Marketing. That's the passion that I have for it. And to get back to your original question is what is, what has held you back? And it has been fear of failure. I'm, I've been afraid to, to do something and not be the best at it. And I haven't recognized that I'm going to fail at some things. I'm I'm going to drop the ball on on some things, but I also happen to be someone who loves to learn and I've I've had to reconcile the fact that if I'm not having some failures from time to time then I'm not learning anything and and I really uh at you know the age that I am I I'm not I don't want to quit learning. I want to keep growing. That was that was Excellently said. You hit the nail right on the head. I mean, we we are going to fail at some things. That's just life. We're human beings, but we need to learn from those failures and just make incremental strides at getting better every time. And entrepreneurship is no no different than that. I mean, there's going to be a lot of failing. Oftentimes, the majority of time, we might fail at the beginning, but we just keep getting better and better, learning from our mistakes, and things get better over time. I, I love what you said with instead of what if it doesn't work, what if it does work? That is such a great mind shift to have because just like you stated, Jason, I mean, what if it does? Think of the positive impact that you can have and the the help that you can bring other small businesses and entrepreneurs just could be, the sky's really the limit. It's exciting. And the other thing too about just switching that question around, you know, if if you were to ask yourself, Ian, if you were to ask what if this doesn't work? I mean, just think about the feeling that comes over you when you say it. There's a feeling of dread that, that totally. comes, comes over your body when you when you say those words that way. When you switch it around and you say, you know, hey man, what if this works? You know, and you can almost you can you know feel the smile come across your face when you when you say something like that. And I think business owners, I think that's one of the things that they they get into they they start off this business with such high hopes and such high expectations and 
you know, they're kind of, they're putting themselves out there on the tightrope to, to make this thing fly. And if they lose focus, even just a little bit on, if they lose focus on the question of what if this works, if they lose focus of that on that and they start listening to, you know, the accountant, they start listening to their legal team, they start listening to, you know, the bad news coming out of, out of shipping or out of their labor force or whatever, and they lose focus for just a second, then there's a very good possibility that their business is not going to make it. And yeah, another great point. Yeah. So that's just, to me, uh, small business is the backbone of America. And, you know, they're just, there's got to be somebody out there who's, who's fighting for those small businesses. There has to be. Definitely. I have my roots in doing small business consulting in graduate school. And those were like, it was like the best two years of my life. I absolutely loved speaking with entrepreneurs. It was just so fun seeing their journey and helping them along the way. I, I love, I love hearing the, the energy in someone's voice when they're talking about what they're getting ready to do and the passion that they have for it. And, you know, that just, because then I, my wheels start turning. I'm like, Hey, what if you did this? And what if you did that? And you know, how are you going to promote this business? What, what's going to be, how are you going to take this to market? And uh, just getting all their feedback and, 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 you know, hearing what their ideas are, um, you know, to me, you know, entrepreneurs are some of the most incredible people on, on, on the planet. And uh, there's just so many great ideas that come out every day from, you know, just ordinary folks. And I really want to figure out a way to tell their story and, and get, their name and and make people aware of what they're doing. That's great, Jason. Well, that wraps up all the questions I have for you. Just wanted to ask and and have the listeners know where can they find you out online and learn new information about your company as as you're kind of starting your journey and walking down that path. Well, my website will be uh, badbuffalomarketing.com. Uh, the website is currently being built. You can reach me. My email is jrelkin at badbuffalomarketing.com. You can find me on LinkedIn and you can find me on Instagram at badbuffalo.72. Outstanding. And what are you using to build your website? I'm just curious. It's going to be a WordPress site. I've got someone working on building it right now. I, uh, I am not WordPress savvy. <laughs> so I went through and, and tried to build it on my own and ended up uh, having to having to hire it out. And that was just a decision I've made in the last week and a half or so. So yeah, I had, I had to watch many hours of YouTube videos to try to figure out WordPress and still I'm pretty marginal at it also. So I feel your pain. Well, I felt like, uh, you know, <laughs> we go back to the perfect is the enemy of done. Um, I really want this website to be a statement piece for what I'm doing for the business. And I, Felt like the skill that I had just wasn't good enough to to publish that website and then be something that clients would look at and go, oh, Jason, that's what you're capable of. And it's I can design a lot of different websites and a lot of functionality and websites, but I figured out that what I want it to look like and, and what I can make it look like are two different things. And that's a great point. Leverage your strengths. And if you're able to outsource the other stuff, definitely is the best use of your time. That way you can stay focused on what you are good at and what you enjoy doing. That's right. 
Well, Jason, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show this evening. And I know for a lot of my listeners who are still in the beginning stages of kind of crafting their message, I know that they'll appreciate a lot of the content and advice that you put out in this episode. So thank you again so much for joining. Ian, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey there, my llama friends. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to learn more about Talking Llama Media, please head to our website at TalkingLlama.com. If you find value in the show, please subscribe. And if this content really resonates with you, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review to help spread the Talking Llama message. To stay up to date with all the latest llama happenings, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at IanRoth1 and Twitter at TalkingLlama1. Thank you so much for your support. Stay confident, stay creative, and most importantly, speak your legacy. I'll see you next time.